The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. We're so glad you joined us for this weekend's show. We are here to encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously. Real Victory Radio is all about getting ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. And we are talking about fruitful living this week. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are thrilled to have you here. We are continuing our series on the Fruitful Living Series. We have talked about the different fruits of the Spirit so far. We've talked about love and joy. We've talked about peace. And today we're going to talk about patience. We're going to talk about what that means and how you can have it and how we can demonstrate that to other people and just all the things we're excited about talking to you about this. One of the things that I wanted to note is that all of the fruits of the spirit are equally important, but without love and joy and peace, they're like the foundation. And so go back and listen to those three because the love and the joy and the peace are the foundational things that the, that all the fruit of the spirit rest upon and can come out of and we want you to have all the fruit of the spirit in your life it's all accessible to you and we are loving this series aren't we Latan? we are loving the series but i have to be honest and and real with you and tell you that today's patient topic of all the fruits of the spirit this is one that i come before the lord constantly and say lord i am the most impatient person on the planet and i know that and i need your i need you to help me with patience and um you know so so it's good to be real with our listeners this is this is hard because we have to accept our situations and tolerate um circumstances and tolerate people sometimes in workplaces and um, for some of you it might be tolerating people within the within your home that are difficult uh, relationships right now um, some of us are struggling with different kind of kinds of troubles in our lives and suffering and so it's 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 okay that we have all of those things going on in our lives but it's it's how we manage our lives and how we manage our circumstances so that we can maneuver in a way without getting upset or without getting angry, um, that we can practice patience in the moment. It doesn't mean that our personality is all the time defined by patience, Amy, but we can practice because we have the presence of Christ available to you and I, as you said so well at the beginning of the broadcast, we we practice patience, right? We have to. 
We have to practice it because without practicing it, we're not going to have it. And one of the things that you just said made me really think about some of what I studied out for this this show today, that patience is not about a lapse of time. It's not about, you know, sometimes when we think about being patient, we think about waiting, but it's really not so much about that, but it's what you said about tolerating. It's about forbearing. It's about putting up with hard things for however long it takes. And sometimes that is a long time. And sometimes there is a waiting that that seems to go alongside patience. But the, the idea of patience is that long suffering, that endurance and the enduring quality that we have within us because of Christ in us. It is something that has to grow. We have to practice it. It's like fruit that grows on a tree. We have to practice it and it will grow and we will be able to show it and manifest it in our lives. And as we walk it out. And I feel like that is exactly that's a good way to put it right there. (laughs) Yeah, we're walking it out. I know we both are. It's it's hard. I think that's the hardest part is that um, if you are wired, if your personality is hardwired to be a responder, okay, then it's it's even more of a challenge to practice producing this fruit of patience. But the thing we we lean hard in is that it's not by might or by our own power, but it's by the power of Christ within us that we're able to even produce any good fruit in our lives, Amy. And so in the moment, if we're really centered on a prayer life with him and studying his word and filling our lives with good worship music and surrounding ourselves with very solid uh, peacemaking uh, loving people that we like the characters that we talked the fruits of the spirit we talked about in weeks past, then we're going to be able to practice. We set ourselves up for success in being able to produce the fruit of patience in the moments that are needed. That is the truth. One of the things that I studied out this week was that the idea of patience is that we have the power for revenge or the power to do something. But we show restraint. There is a restraint that is heavily covering our Mm. our our responses. And I love how you talked about the if we're a responder, then it is more difficult for us, because I do think that it is when we want to respond, sometimes we, we don't want to respond out of our flesh. We want to respond (laughs) out of the fruit of the spirit. We want to respond as the spirit would. And that is where it takes that long suffering to endure the ill treatment or endure the persecution or endure the, the heavy load that is coming against us to push through and to forbear and to have the patience in this situation, it's so hard. This is one of the ones that I think so many of us struggle with. And I know that if we're yes. both being really honest, we're like, yep, this is what this it, is a hard so one. True. Yes, it is. It, it might not be hard for some of the more easygoing listeners out there. We would love to hear from you guys. We love to hear from you. When you respond to the broadcast, it 
it's really special because we learn from you guys. And, you know, sometimes in this situation, especially with this subject of patience, I think one of the greatest gifts I've given to myself is just pausing long enough to think through, is this thing or is this scenario or is this circumstance that I'm being impatient in, is it worth it? Is it worth all the turmoil and all the chaos that I'm bringing into my own life and into the lives of others around me? And if I really want to be a girl that produces all the fruits of the spirit possible, and you said so well last week, Amy, that we can be people who usher in peace into the lives of others, and we can also um, bring an element of peace into our impatient selves and be a blessing to other people. When they see a calm over us that they know that's not our nature, that's testimony. That's Christ at work within us for the world to see. And he can tame the tiger in us. <laughs> I know it because I live it. And there are so many times I will just have my spiritual wits about me, and I thank God for those moments because I have not always exercised that. And, boy, I've lived to regret it, and I exercise impatience. But the times when I really have my spiritual wits about me and I'm able to say, Lord, I need you. Help me choose my timing Help me be wise, and then I say what I feel I'm to say and give me the words to say it in the way that you are pleased with my saying it, and help me, Lord, to be quiet and not say a thing and to be patient in the moment and wait for your Holy Spirit to change this situation and to change the person or change the scenario whatever it is that we're feeling impatient about. That reminds me of the verse, slow to speak and slow to anger. That is, that one is hard. It is. James 119, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier for me to, to react and be that responder that you were talking about earlier. And there are times when we really do need to be quiet and not speak. And we can rely on the Holy Spirit to, to, you know, say, Hey, no, no, don't say that right now. Hold your tongue. And I can remember a time in my life when the Lord really told me to, to be quiet. And, you know, it was with my husband and it was about, you know, Jesus stuff. He was like, quit shoving that stuff down my throat and I was impatient for him to know the Lord. And it yeah. was a 13-year process, 13 yeah. years before he came to know the Lord. And it was hard. And I had to really learn how to just be quiet and to let God speak louder than all the things that I wanted to say. Mm. And that's a hard one. That's a hard it's one. It's so hard. It's so hard. I remember that, too, Amy, as a young bride. <laughs> uh, I bet there's a lot of listeners out there, whether you're male or female, that you can relate to something within yourself that you feel it's your agenda to change. And really, it's not. It's it's not our agenda. It's God's agenda because he designed each person uniquely the way he designed them for his good purpose. And um, I remember, though, 
also trying to be the benchmark for spirituality in my husband's life. And I say that with such remorse now because God does a way better job than we do, Amy, just like you're just sharing your story. And he brought me to a place of realizing what a mess I was creating by being impatient in this situation. And I remember going to the dining room table and just feeling so led by the Spirit of God to apologize to him and and ask him to forgive me. And I pulled the head chair out of the dining room table and knelt down there by myself one day. Nobody was there. And I knelt down at the head chair because that was where my husband usually sat when we had family dinners. And I knew it was just, it had to be the Lord driving me to that place, just a, a place of symbolism that God was raising up in my husband, the leader that he wanted him to be, the leader that he designed him to be from the beginning, and that if I would just surrender my impatient spirit, he would do a much better job. If I would get out of the way, he could do his full work. And, And that happened. And it's such a beautiful testimony when we are able to accept the thing, um, the truth from God's heart without, and and release ourselves, release ourselves from being upset about every little thing or angry about things and um, be able to trust the Lord in all things and to not allow ourselves, Ecclesiastes 7, 9 says, do not be quickly provoked in your spirit for anger. It, It says that anger resides in the lap of fools. Oh my goodness. And then Ephesians 4, 2 says, be humble, gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love. And uh, Galatians 6, 9 says, don't grow weary of doing good. And it says that a harvest is coming if we don't give up. And so um, we have to be patient, it says. In 1 Corinthians 13, you and I started out this whole series of shows talking about this love that is a patient kind of love. And so can we really have the fruit of the spirit that is love if we're not exercising patience, Amy? Nope. (laughs) Nope, we cannot. Yeah, there's so many things. I was taking notes and, and looking at my notes all while you were talking. And I am reminded of Exodus 34, 6, where we want to be like God. We want to be slow to anger and rich in kindness and loving kindness. And also, I think that I really want to point out that patience is not passive. It is an act of our will to actively decide to not be complacent about something, but to be hopeful and to actively resist the weariness, resist. You you talked about that scripture that says, um, do not grow weary in doing good. Patience resist weariness and defeat and it and it pushes on and it lets God do his thing it lets God be God and do his thing and I loved how you said for us to get out of the way I think that might be a great definition of patience to get out of the way to get out of God's way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, get out of God's way because patience always diffuses situations that we really have no control over in the first place. Exactly. You know, 
we think we have more control than we do. And we bring misery into our own lives, Amy, as I said earlier, and we bring misery into the lives of others when we are not walking um, and exercising this fruit of the Spirit, patience. It's a powerful thing. And it's mentioned in so many scripture references. We wouldn't even have time to go through all of them today. But we do want to encourage the readers to really press your heart into God's Word and look up all the scriptures where the Lord drives us to learn more about being patient and bearing with one another in love and walking in a manner that's worthy of our calling to which we've been called. And He wants us to be humble and gentle and patient and bear with each other. That means that we give each other room not to be perfect because sometimes we have expectations for other people to be perfect when we're not even looking to ourselves. I always say, if I'm pointing a finger at you, Amy, I have four pointing back at me. And I want to live in a place now in this season of my life to where I'm willing to walk humble enough before the Lord, that I say, Lord, do the good work in me. And I can't wait. We're going to talk more about these things later. But just tame the tiger within me and help me, Lord, to be pleasing in your sight. Proverbs fifteen eighteen says, A hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. Have you ever been in a room with somebody who is just angry all the time? And before you know it, the whole room is like a a swarming beehive because the one person affected everybody in the room with their anger and their frustration. But somebody walks in the room that's patient, and they, they just have to stand there and just remain calm, Amy, and personify the fruit of the Spirit in the way they talk in a soft voice the way uh, their mannerisms, the way they carry themselves, and the way they interact with people. And it is like a beautiful blanket that falls over the whole space in time because a gentle word calms a quarrel, Proverbs fifteen eighteen says. Mm-hmm. The one who is patient calms a quarrel. The one who is patient calms a quarrel, not the one who's stirred up. We really can be atmosphere changers. We can come in to a situation and diffuse it, like you said. And that makes me, when I say, when you say that word diffuse, it makes me think of the the diffusers where we put in a scent, you know, some oil and it gently diffuses the room, takes the, you know, the old stanky smell out and just Mm -hmm. is light and airy and fresh. Mm -hmm. And we have the ability We have the ability to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can do that. We can be atmosphere changers. And I think all, every single one of the fruits of the spirit that we're going to talk about in the continuation of this series and the ones we've talked about before, that is, that is what they are for. That is one of the things that they are for to change the atmosphere and to point people back to Christ and to show what is coming out of our relationship with Christ. And I think it's really important to talk about the the fact that we've got to be spending time, like you said, 
go to the word, get into the word and look at these scriptures for yourselves. We always want to point the listeners to, to getting into God's word for themselves because we know the power that is in it and it has the power to change us. Yes, it sure does. And I love, loved your um, metaphor of the oil and the diffuser and how we, I thought of the scripture reference that we, we can be a sweet aroma. Yes. That's what the word says, that we can be a sweet aroma to the Lord. And that can be in any situation. That does not mean just in the uh, easy, wonderful, blessed scenarios of our lives. It especially, we really put this fruit of the Spirit to work, and it has the most power when we are placed in, and we ha- in situations that we have to be tolerant, where places that may be we we can't accept the bad thing, but we can tolerate and we can suffer well, if that makes sense, you know, um, and exercise a quiet spirit, a quiet restraint in the way we do respond. And for some of the listeners, that's really hard because maybe they are in family situations that it seems that they can't even gather around the table without an argument starting. And that's really hard, Amy. And what do we want to say to the listeners like um, about that kind of situation? How can we put patients to, to work in a situation where the family is always at war? That is a hard one. And I, I really loved how you talked about suffering well. We want our suffering or this, this endurance and this long suffering to produce something good. We want to have it be pointing back to Jesus and showing how, because of our relationship that we can come into a situation and change it. And that leaves us at a a great place to really pray over the listeners that they would have this patience in those situations that are so hard because what do we do with those? You know, that's a big question. We don't have time to answer that today, but we can pray over the listeners to have this patience that we so desperately need. Latam, would you pray for us? Yes, I would love to. And I will say, Amy, that um, patience can strengthen our spirit and it can really help in stifling situations like we said earlier in the show. And it can really put a bridle on our mouth and help us to really squelch out um, turmoil around us, like we said. And I really feel impressed to leave that with the listeners that they might be the one person, but the one person with a big faith in the one holy God can transform the atmosphere. And Father, we say thank you for that. And we thank you knowing that we in and of ourselves are incapable of having relationships that are right. We are incapable within, within ourselves of being right Uh, in any kind of way, in our sinful, fallen natures. But you have offered us, through the gift of your Son, righteousness, Lord, 
that is a gift that you freely give to those who will put their hope and trust in you. And here we are today, Lord. Here we are, impatient souls in need of a patient, loving Savior. And we thank you for the gift of who you are. And we praise you. And Lord, for every listener that hears this broadcast, may this broadcast give them hope. May they feel empowered to know that they are not alone, that they have your divine nature at work within them, and that you enable them, one person, to be an atmosphere changer. In your holy name, we praise you. Amen. Amen. That was such a beautiful prayer, Latan, and I love how you really challenged us to be that one, be the one who is the atmosphere changer. And that is what we want to encourage you listeners to do. We want to give you the boldness to go courageously and live victoriously. We are so grateful for the time that you spend with us each week. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your weekend. And We're talking about the Fruitful Living Series next week. We're going to be talking about kindness and goodness. So come back next week and listen in as we are covering Fruitful Living. And thank you again for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.